Welcome to Flow Prophetic, where we focus on how God is bringing transformation today. In this podcast, we explore how to cultivate a prophetic culture and how to ignite courage to partner with God for more. Now, your host, David Fang. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining us on another edition of the Flow Prophetic Podcast. This is one of three series that Christian International is producing And I wanted to take a couple of minutes to be able to lay down a foundation again about what this series is about and what you can expect. We're not going to make these really long introductions in the future, but I just really felt like it was important so that way everybody was on the same page and and knew what we were trying to be able to, to capture in these podcasts. With the Flow Prophetic podcast, it's a little bit different than some of the other ones. Prophetic Leadership, which is another series that you've probably heard that we just launched, those are kind of more of like a classroom type environment situation where we sit down with one of our seasoned leaders and we talk about a specific principle or revelation. We unpack it in more of a teaching style. And that's really important because we want to be able to make sure that everybody is equipped with the revelation that's come through and has a really well-rounded understanding of what that revelation entails so that way they can be able to move forward in confidence. So prophetic leadership is a very important series, but also very important is the Flow Prophetic series. And the reason why is this is basically like, you know, if you went to college, you had a classroom setting where your professor laid down the keys and implementations. But then you'd also have another section. Like for me, I took anatomy and physiology. I wasn't super great at it, but I I got by. But there was the classroom portion, and then there was another portion, which was the lab. And in the lab, you know, for anatomy and physiology, you'd have to dissect things. You'd had to mix different elements and chemicals together and, and do some crazy things. And you got your hands in the midst of it. There's something very interesting about when you shift from a classroom setting to actually getting in and doing the stuff, your level of understanding comes to a whole different level. And so that's what Flow Prophetic is. It's kind of like a lab where we get to sit down, I get to sit down as a representation of your inquisitive mind with people that are just amazing people that are part of Christian International and even some that are friends of ours. And we break down and say, okay, you're out there doing the stuff. You're taking the principles and the keys that we've shared and you're doing it and using it in real life situations. And let's have a conversation about that. Let's talk about what you did, how you approached it, what was going through your mind, what was the response that you got, what would you have changed or tweaked, you know, all of these different questions because, you know, it's it's really good to be able to learn in a classroom setting. But I know one of the greatest things that I've had the opportunity to do is to sit down and have coffee with the amazing people that are out there doing the stuff. And I get the most out of asking them the questions and hearing their feedback. There's just something about it that gives me a more well-rounded understanding and gives me more of the keys needed in order to be able to implement it in my own life and in my own spheres of influence. So Full of Prophetic is really, really casual. You know, we're going to joke around. We're going to maybe go on a few bunny trails. We're going to try to keep those to a minimum, but we're going to go on some. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to get into the nitty gritty of what it really is to put this stuff into practice. So I know that was a really, really long explanation about the Flow Prophetic series, but hopefully it gives you an understanding of the vision behind what we're trying to accomplish with this particular series. On this episode, we've got Paul Lackey, who is really literally, without a shadow of a doubt, one of my personal best friends. I met Paul 
many, many years ago. And I actually, his father is one of my mentors and, and a really powerful man of God. But I got to know Paul when he moved back from Atlanta. And he's been a constant source of inspiration and a powerful example of what it is to not only be a, a man after God's heart, but also to be able to live a life of complete and total dependence on God and his provision. I mean, he's just an incredible man who travels the world with his father and also on his own, releasing the word of the Lord. Maybe we'll get into some different stories of our adventures to California and all these different things where we've gone on. He's literally been one of my best friends, and we've gone all over the world together, Taiwan and different things. But Paul is somebody that I just have a tremendous respect for because God not only uses him in Four Walls ministry, traveling to churches, speaking at conferences, being a main leader on our prophetic teams here at our headquarter church at Christian International. But God has used him throughout his life, ever since he was about 16 years old, to be a very successful influencer when it comes to the marketplace. And I'm not just talking about like a little bit successful, but God has literally used him and set him into a position where he's been responsible for millions of dollars of transactions and, and different things and been a voice inside of the marketplace that is really just unparalleled. It's really incredible, When and maybe we'll get into more of that in future episodes. But in this one particularly, Paul is a real estate agent here in our local area. And if you don't know anything about our area, we're probably one of the most expensive zip codes in America right now. And it's just God's really blessed this territory and this area. But, you know, when it's a really hot market, you also have a huge saturation of real estate agents and brokers and, and companies that come in. And it's very hard sometimes to be able to set yourself apart. But God has really put some favor on his life. And Paul is somebody who lives hearing God's voice and flowing that way, even when it comes to business. So this conversation was about, you know, how he's doing it, what's been going on, and, and some practical keys about how we can be able to implement those same things in our life. So with that said, let's just go ahead and queue up the interview and, and join in. All right, Paul, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. It's going to be exciting. It's been an exciting time here at Christian International. We're just super psyched to be able to have you on, to be able to talk and kind of give everybody on the REACH crew and, and who are a part of Christian International a little bit of an understanding about who you are and what you're about and everything that you flow with. And so why don't you just go ahead and just take a couple of minutes to give us a little bit of a background about what you're up to these days. Absolutely. I think I can start with what I'm not up to. There might be a shorter list than what I'm up to there now these days. <laughs> it seems like there's a lot, but I definitely feel like we're all in a season of real acceleration and God's putting mm -hmm. a real demand on the things that he's given us. And personally, the way I've been answering it, number one has been with the REACH initiative and what we're doing and a lot of imparting and different things there. And also, many people may not know this, but I'm actually a real estate agent also. Wow. I work realist on top of full-time ministry, working with the REACH initiative, working with our own ministry. I work as a real estate agent. So it keeps me definitely very busy. And I think what I'd like to do is share a little bit about how... God has used me in real estate because, yeah, yeah, please, David, you've even mentioned, you know, not everyone is a full-time pulpit minister. So true. There's a lot of people that are connected with the REACH Initiative and with Christian International that are business people that are out there in the world and doing different things. But something God blew me away with just the other day was there's a friend of mine that's one of the largest, most popular, successful real estate agents in Destin. Oh, wow. 
And early one morning, I had a buyer for a piece of property, and I was thinking, you know, God put this particular person on my heart. I knew they didn't have any listings that fit what my buyer wanted, Yeah. but I felt like I, I needed to call her and at least just touch base with her. So I literally, I pick up the phone probably eight or nine o'clock in the morning. I call this person, and literally this lady answers the phone, and she goes, Paul, I cannot believe you just called me. And I'm thinking, uh-oh. Something right. <laughs> bad, something good. You know, it's like that that comment. You got to give it a minute and see what's really going on. But she just begins to weep. Hmm. And I didn't know what God was doing in her life, but she was going through some very hard situations. And she knows me through experience in real estate that I'm a believer, that I'm a Christian. I'm not ashamed to talk with people that one of the ways that I'm blessed, the main way in real estate is I pray. I ask God what to do. I ask God how to deal with things. I tell that to everybody that I deal with. So I call her. She answers the phone. She starts weeping. And she said, I was just praying about how I need some help and I need prayer right now. Wow. Literally that morning she had been up praying. And so I talked to her and she tells me a little bit about what's going on in her life. And she's just weeping and weeping. And she says, well, I've heard you say that God speaks. What is he telling you about me? Whoa. And I'm like wow, I, I never really related this and all this stuff. So God opened up a door and flung the doors wide open where I was able to pray with her there and bring some real peace in a situation and cause things to come to a better place, but also to learn things even about in business. And this is the short version of how I've learned all this. Even being in car sales and a car broker, God has something to say about everything. And I've learned most of the ways that God transforms mm. people's lives are not the formulas that we have, right? the plans that we've made, that we're going to do this or we're going to say this. It's right in the moment where God brings a need or He brings someone to you with that need that by the Spirit, you know what to say and you know how to reach their heart and you know how to do that. So those it's a little bit of what I've been up to counseling real estate agents on top of selling real estate wow. and working in that area. So what's the dynamic like? So you're you're going there and you're you're strictly kind of like in a business mindset, but what's kind of the approach that you have coming into those situations that you're able to handle the business side but then also say I'm here to be able to be a voice and to be able to release light into people's lives. Yeah. Like how have you been able to manage that that balance? Well, I learned a long time ago that in business, even people that are believers in business, a lot of the mindset is there's certain things that are just business and they're not personal. I don't believe that way at all whatsoever. I made up my mind a long time ago that even in working through in ministry and people on this side of it, that in the world, everything is still personal in the way that Jesus is personal and not strictly business. Right. I had somebody tell me the other day that was a believer and we were in a situation, they said, look, don't take this personal, it's business, it's not personal. And I said, look, I don't believe that. I believe that as kingdom-minded people, if you make up your mind and your heart of why you're being deployed into the area of real estate or business, you're going to know that every interaction that you have is by the Spirit. So the way I handle it is I deal with things by the Spirit. I talked to a real estate agent yesterday on a different property we're working on, and this person was so frazzled and upset, and these details were going wrong in that one. I said, look, why don't we just pray? I didn't know the person was a believer or anything. They're like, that would be awesome. They, they totally got in a peaceful mode. Wow. So I know that I'm not just in business. I'm deployed into business, and it's not just about money. It's about people, and God cares more about the people than he does how much money I make interacting with those people. So that's my mindset. That's my heart in that area. 
Hey guys, David here, and I want to let you guys know about an exciting new resource that we have here at Christian International. It's a prophetic teaching by Apostle Jane Hammond titled Surge. Now this message on Surge is something that has really been developing and she's been hearing from God about, and she just recently released it at our headquartered church. So if you'd like to get your copy of the CD teaching, you can go to our website at www.christianinternational.com and purchase your copy there. There's also a second way for you to get your copy, which is for any seed or a donation of $20 or more to our mission here at Christian International, we'll be sure to send you your copy of that CD teaching as well. Just let us know that you would like it in the gift comments of your online donation or let our ministry services representative know over the phone if you're calling in your donation. Without any further ado, I'm going to go ahead and cue us right back into the interview. So with you, you're really seeing that there's no separation in the middle of what you do in ministry and what you do in business. In reality, it's kind of like getting rid of that duality or kind of like that double-minded type of perspective where it's like, okay, I'm going to do one thing and operate a certain way inside of the marketplace. Sure. And then, you know, when I'm in church or when I'm in ministry mode, then I'm a different way, which I think is really interesting because now you're talking about how God is unifying and showing you that you are the ministry Mm -hmm. that you're releasing. So I think for me, at least, that kind of sets me free because I'm like, wow, okay. So if it's all ministry, if it's all God, and I I need to be able to be unified in my approach in all those ways, it kind of puts me in a position to look at things a lot differently. Yeah. Now with you and how you hear God's voice in these ministry situations, I like how you said earlier about how it's not a formula, it's not a 10-step program or anything like that. It's just something that you have to be able to flow in. How do you position yourself or how do you connect with God to be able to hear his voice in those situations? Like, are you just kind of like being very proactive and in, in seeking God to hear? Or is it something where he kind of just like, comes in and drops some stuff every now and again. Like, how sure. does that work? Well, you know me personally. We've been through a lot together. We talked a lot through the years. You know my personality is I'm not intimidated by situations. Sure. Like, it doesn't bug me to get in the middle of something and have no answers but jump in the middle of it and figure things out as I go. Mm. That's kind of my reaction and my thought in the middle of everything, that I know the Holy Spirit is with me. I know Jesus is with me. I know God is watching over me. Mm. There's nothing I can't step in the middle of, even in business or out in the world, that He can't give me an instant answer or an instant discernment about to bring a key. And I'll... You know, it, it's it's kind of like this. I'll share one more thing. Mm-hmm. In real estate, I sat down with one of the most successful real estate agents here on 30A, yeah. just very, very successful person. And we were going to do a co-listing together. And this, this person asked me, and he's a very millionaire, very successful mm-hmm. agent. He says, well, what, what what is your plan with the property? I said, and, and sometimes this backfires, which <laughs> sometimes it can. But I looked at the guy, and he had his person next to him taking notes that Mm -hmm. was hired to be there. And I said, if you want to know the God's honest truth, my plan is to ask God what he thinks, where I should go, who I should network with this. I said, I can tell you that I want to put it in homes and land and Vi Magazine and stuff. Wow, bold. I said, I want to get in the middle of something and see what God has to say. The guy thought I was crazy. Because he's not saved. I don't know for sure that he was saved. He never mentioned anything. I didn't ask him, but he didn't respond as a believer would in that type of moment. So fast forward about a year into this process, the guy told me, you're never going to get things done this way. I'll co-list it with you. Long story short, fast forward to the end of the property. A guy came that owned one of the largest coal mines in the United States, came and bought the property, paid cash, and got 
really close to the price we were looking for. That same agent came back and was intrigued. Mm-hmm. He came to me and said, how did you do what I wasn't able to do? You don't have the resources. I said, honestly, I prayed about it. And when this buyer came forth, I prayed every day that this buyer, if this is the one God was bringing to buy this property, that everything would fall into place and happen quickly. So it was a sign to him and he started to ask me questions. Right. So that's really amazing because it's like, you're talking about somebody who is the top of the top. And yes. for those of you who don't know where we're located here at Christian International, we're in Northwest Florida. Yeah, Our particular area, which is a totally different story on its own, was actually a very impoverished area for a long time, but now is actually one of the most expensive zip codes in America. And in reality, if you're in real estate, you're talking about you're dealing with multi-million dollar properties. Yes. I mean, it's pretty crazy. And this one I love because it's like, you had one of the top real estate agents or the top real estate agent mm-hmm. who had every single resource available to him, every single experience. He's got the wisdom from years of experience. He's got staff and all this stuff. Yeah. And yet it was your connection to hearing God's voice and following him that actually broke this thing through. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know you, you don't have a staff of nine people. No. <laughs> you you don't have millions of dollars to go yeah. to a cocktail party for a real estate listing. Mm-hmm. So you're literally just hearing God and saying, okay, what's the next step? What's the next step? Absolutely. Which is incredible. And sometimes I'm not saying that I don't do practical things like other real estate agents do, putting an ad in this and an ad in that. I've done those types of things and I see a lot of value in those areas, but I, I don't really, I've never felt like I was the type of person that we understand kingdom business people to be. Mm. In other words, I've met a lot of people that said, I'm a kingdom businessman. I go out and work and I make money and I give it to the church, but I really have no involvement in the church. Right. I feel like we we need to get rid of that separation. If you come to church on Sunday and you're worshiping, you're relating to people, you're talking with people, there should not be a difference on how you treat someone that you know as a believer versus a very wealthy business person in the world. Your heart should still be on the line. Your spirit should still be open saying, I'm not just here to make money off them. I'm here to make sure they know Jesus and understand about him. And that's that's just so different. And uh, you know, Paul, I know that you you grew up at Christian International essentially. Yeah. Spent most of your life here, and you know, th- well, the amazing thing is that you've had a tremendous example of of someone and people and leaders that live that on a daily basis. I mean, your father, Prophet Bill Lackey, is yeah. one of them. I mean, literally, it's like for me, having been around your family and connected with you guys, your father is like basically the same. Every single situation, Absolutely. every single day to day, the same. Yeah. And then even Bishop Hammond is basically the same in every single situation. So that's just incredible to me that you've been able to not only have it modeled to you, but be very proactive in being able to implement that and make that a part of your life, which is just incredible. The one thing that I love that you said was that you do do practical things. You do do the things that are conventional. Because for me, that says, okay, you're not just kind of putting it like all on God, like I'm not going to prepare, I'm not going to be well studied or anything like that. You went through a process where you made sure that you were, your skill set was there, your knowledge of information was there. And then from that point, God breathed on what you had developed and created in preparation for him to be able to move and act, which I love. It's incredible. Yeah. And I think one of the hardest things we all have to overcome in church and in business, when you when you talk money with people that are even believers, everyone seems to tense up. People have been taken advantage of. They've gained money. They've lost money. Money is a touchy issue even within the church. Yeah. But I feel 
And I just feel my opinion is every you keep, that we never have a position or a right to say to someone in the church or in the world that it's not personal, it's about business. We have a responsibility that every person we interact with, that we're demonstrating the character of Jesus and mm-hmm. showing them we've learned and we've become molded and transformed into the image and likeness of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Tell me how we can do that if our attitude towards someone is that this isn't personal, it's business. Right. Because if you're just after the business, the transaction, the making the money, the getting things done, you're not really demonstrating Jesus. I never heard of the Bible anywhere where he was all about that money and trying to get things done so he had the money. He cared about people. He cared about them. I feel God's challenging us even in business that we get rid of that mindset that it's not not personal, it's business. It's personal because Jesus is extremely personal, and we represent him. When you give up the option to say it's business and not personal— you're talking about taking personal responsibility Absolutely. and accountability mm-hmm. in a way that I think a lot of people are uncomfortable with. Yeah, it, it brings God into a dimension of your life that maybe you're like, ooh, I, I don't know. And yeah. for me, I would say that the apprehension that maybe some of us feel with mm-hmm. that statement is God inviting us to come closer to be able to see him move in a radical way. Sure. Even just, I mean, I'm just so blown away by this. What do you feel are some wisdom points or some things that you can share with us to help those of us that are in business that want to be able to provide a place for God to speak more so we can partner with him? What are some, you know, some wisdom points that you could offer to be able to kind of help people along the way? I think the the underlying thing that produces the most results in business is your motives. Mm. It, it, it's your motives about the transaction, the money you may make, whatever you may gain from it, but it's about your motives with people. Mm. I feel like if we can have our motives match and become what's close to the heart of Jesus, mm. then in business, you, you, you've got to be willing to take a risk. I took a risk sitting in front of that man and saying part of my plan was to ask God what he had to say about right. it. At that point, I was willing to lose the listing and not join with this man because I knew he'd think I was a fruit loop. But yeah. I'd much rather stand before God one day and say, look, in that moment, I represented you. I let them know that I trust you above any other plan or strategy. I feel like in business, we have to be willing to risk and demonstrate godly character, no matter if it's a loss to us or a gain to us, but remain consistent and represent Jesus. I feel like that's most important. That motive is so important. And I know that one of your favorite books is Prophets, Pitfalls, and Principles. It is, yes. And uh, in that book, Bishop Hammond talks about the 10 M's. Yeah. Motive is so huge. And he actually, we just did a filming session with him a few days ago. And that was probably one of the 10 M's that he spent the most amount of time on. Yeah. I like and really love what you said about how with that situation with the real estate agent, you were willing to put it all on the line and you were willing to say, you know what, this may not pan out, but I'm going to be faithful and I'm going to be accountable for what I feel God's saying. I feel like that's amazing to me. What do you think would be another one? Like, for instance, let's say... We have somebody who's like, man, you know, I feel like God is speaking or or maybe I'm trying to seek God about how to be able to move forward in business, but I'm not sure which direction to go. Yeah. Could you kind of speak a little bit more to those that 
feel like God's called them to business, but they don't know where to begin. And they don't want to start something that is either incorrect or wrong or, or just out of a wrong motive. What could you help them to be able to move forward in that? Well, I can speak of a principle within the church that, that we talk about all the time, which is covering in a wisdom in a multitude of counsel. Oh, that's good. In business and in the world, everyone has this desire to create something or to build something that they can feel and look back one day and say, wow, I built that and did that. Yet, maybe that's a good desire, maybe it's not. Yet, I feel like that's what causes most people to not be successful in certain areas. Mm. Because even in business, if you have a right heart, you know God, you've been raised in the church, you know these principles... Your wisdom is going to tell you, get connected with people that love you and care about you. Mm. Start talking with other people. Get people praying with you first and foremost. If you got a business idea or you're an entrepreneur, don't take an independent type of attitude or type of method moving forward. Include other people. And you know what? I don't believe that every person has to be a volunteer in the church. If somebody comes to you and does something for you that helps you build, right. even though they came to you and said, look, I want to bless you and just give you wisdom, mm-hmm. go back and sow into their life. Be willing to give, but be willing and submitted and humble enough to say, yeah, I'm clever. Yeah, I'm smart. Yeah, I can do this. But you know what? I need you. I need other people. First and foremost, people to pray. If you can get that and you can build on that type of foundation where you're open to ideas, you're open to wisdom, you're open to doing it a little bit differently than your heart really desires to, then I believe that you'll succeed at anything. Wow, that's incredible because... So what you're saying is, I know right now the movement is entrepreneurship is really huge. The connotation for entrepreneurship is I'm going to go it alone, right? It's like that lone ranger, that dude who's just going to, you know, be on his own. But you're talking about how you can be able to branch out even if you are an entrepreneur, but it really comes down to relationship. It comes down to connection and not just like from a networking perspective, like who can I connect with to get me ahead? But you're talking about connecting with people who have a genuine interest and are very, very invested in your success and who you are as a person. Yeah. And then the other thing too that I love is you talking about being open and humble. Yeah. I think that's really huge because I think humility opens up so many doors Mm -hmm. and even the world has kind of picked up on that. You know, they're like, just be grateful and be humble Sure. and imagine what kind of doors will open. But I think even spiritually, that's something that will unlock some opportunities that are not even just practical opportunities, mm-hmm. but for God to begin to move in your heart to be able to believe for more. Yeah. So, man, Paul, thank you so much for taking a few minutes yeah, to be able to hang with us. And we're just super excited about what God's doing in your life, not just in business, but even in the ministry realm and even in the family realm. You yeah. know, you're, you're expecting a, your baby. Baby number two. Very, very soon. And we're going to get Paul on to talk about even that process on a, on a future episode about what it took even to have the beautiful family that he does have. That'd be great. Oh man, it'd be amazing. So I just want to thank you again, Paul, and we'll see you on the next one. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to Flow Prophetic, a part of Christian International Ministries. Be sure to check out our content on flowprophetic.com. For more information on conferences, training intensives, and other resources to help make a powerful difference, please visit our website at christianinternational.com.